Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, on November 1st, 2019. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a really beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and... You can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the CEO and president of Manhattan Beach Chamber, uh, Kelly Stroman, and of course with us normally because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com, and executive producer of the South Bay Show, Jackie Balestra, but she's not with us today, so I'll just have to say, Kelly, how are you today? Good morning and happy Friday, Joe. Good morning, happy Friday. I feel honored to stand in for Jackie, kind of, you know, we gotta, we got to hold up the fort here. Yes, yes, she's an angel of mercy for some a uh, lucky friend of hers, and uh, I'm I'm uh, sad that she's not here. But uh, I know uh, she she missed Halloween in the South Bay, which she dearly loves, and uh, so I hope she's uh, she's having uh, a, a good time. Uh, and we have the fires, so we still have <laughs> some exciting news. Uh, we're always on fire here at the chamber joe i don't know about the rest of the world but we're always on fire here at the chamber have you have you had reports of many people in the south bay suffering from the from the the smoke of the fires (laughs) well i i certainly have um yes you know, just it, it just depends on which way the wind blows, right? Because fortunately, right. none of the horrific fires that are burning all across Southern California are, you know, in the South Bay. Um, knock on wood, so far so good. Although it's funny, you know, you get people from other states who you know who aren't familiar with the area texting you and calling you saying, you know, are you okay? How close are you? And, um, yeah. you know, and yeah. my response is yes, you know, I'm fine. We're fine here in the South Bay. And but the, the air quality, some some days and some moments, just it, it sometimes it just it literally shifts within a half hour. Like on Monday, I was you know in an early morning meeting at 7:30 with Rotary, 
Uh, I start in the hotel. I start kind of, and it smelled nothing. I had no idea the Getty fire had broken out. I was oblivious to the news. I was in the hotel for the meeting. My you know, my nose uh, my nose is kind of burning. My you know my throat's scratchy. And I'm like, oh man, am I getting sick? Like what the heck, you know? And then I walk out to my car after the meeting and just you know almost like a wall of smoke. I mean, the air had just changed dramatically in the, you know, 50, 60 minutes that I was in the hotel. And so, uh, and that mm-hmm. kind of happened yesterday mm-hmm. too. It got smoky down here again, but yes, you know, it mm-hmm. is. Um, and as we always say, you know, tragically it makes for beautiful sunsets too. Um, when the smoke blows, mm-hmm. you know, and offshore, it creates these magnificent sunsets because of the reflection with the smoke particles. But um, God bless all the firefighters and all the first responders out there really trying to, yes. to tackle it because the winds have not been their friend, that's for sure. So, you know, us down here have a little sniffles, a little sneezing, uh, that pales in comparison to what people are going through, you know, in those areas. Right, right. It is amazingly uh, labor-intensive. I mean, when, when people hear about these fires from other parts of the country, they often see the, the tankers dropping the water and the fire retardant, and, and they see, uh, you know, the traffic management and all of that, and then a pr- protecting of homes, but they don't see the, the guys on the line, the, 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 the guys that are actually out there setting a line. It has to be done by bulldozer, and by shovel, and it's it's extremely difficult, you know, backbreaking work. And uh, when the fires are raging, it's kind of nonstop, twenty four seven. So it's it uh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, and all the equipment they have to carry, the the heat, let alone just the temperature. Let, let's just say whatever it's ninety degrees outside, but the temperature and the atmosphere that that fire creates all around it just magnifies that. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah. it, it's funny. My oldest son, who you know, um, is a part-time um, LA County lifeguard. He's always my action-packed yeah. son. You know, he's like, we were watching the news, and he's like, "Mom, oh my gosh, it'd be so cool to be one of those pilots that you know, the tankers that drop, you know, <laughs> the, you know." The, <laughs> he was like, "That would be such a cool job," you know. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, my yeah. yeah, like I don't know. That's super high risk." And I go, I, yeah, "I'm sure. I mean, that, the risk in that because they." Fly so low and so you know into the fires and I, I would imagine the turbulence with the heat and the winds is, is crazy you know but he was like that would be right. so cool <laughs> I'm like okay stay, <laughs> stay, stay in your current job and just keep lifeguarding occasionally on the weekends <laughs> <laughs> much safer uh, mom would be happier don't yeah, don't, don't yeah. chase life. Yeah. I know he likes to save so, lives though that's what, a good thing yes so what else is going on with the chamber? What is going on? I uh, Halloween. Hello. Ho- you know, ho- Halloween in Manhattan yeah. Beach is like a national holiday. It's crazy here. It's so much fun. Um, last weekend, yeah. I know we talked about it before, but the pumpkin races, you know, again, had a record number. They had like 1,700 people racing pumpkins down the street towards the pier. That's such a great mm-hmm. community and family event. Um, earlier that morning, the Skechers Friendship Walk took place once again, setting a record. They raised over 2.2 million 
dollars, Joe. And all that money goes towards <laughs> the local schools, not just Manhattan Beach schools, all the South Bay schools. They're extremely generous right. uh, with everybody. And um, there, there's always kind of a big, you know, uh, check ceremony. Uh, usually, I think it's about December, they usually do that. But um, what an amazing, you know, start to the Halloween week. I saw, you know, costumes all day yesterday running around. It's so much fun, um, the spirit. Mm-hmm. And then as I drove out last night and drove home, uh, the the walk streets in Manhattan Beach, you know, get thousands of people. And there were people literally, you know, it was like 545, and there was people everywhere, adults and kids, you know. There was Ubers dropping yeah. off. You know, this one Uber kind of stopped <laughs> right in front of me and out got a cow and a giraffe, and I just had to giggle, you know. <laughs> it's like, okay, where's the pig? Where's the farm? Where's the farmer? <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, Halloween's over. Um, happy November. Today is November 1st, which uh, kicks off yeah. one of the favorite things at one of the restaurants in town, Rock and Fish in downtown Manhattan Beach, does $6 Navy Grogs and uh, $6 their grilled artichokes. All month long. Have you ever had a Navy Grog, Joe? Well, I don't. Is it a drink or a food? <laughs> you haven't had one. Um, Navy no. Grog makes you groggy. It's a drink. Uh, okay. It is, yeah. it is their version, kind of a Mai Tai, you know, a little bit like a Mai Tai. There's lots of rum in it. And, um, you know, I don't know the rack rate uh, the rest of the year. I, it's probably, I think it's probably about double. Um, but during November, they do $6 grogs. You can get a grog. You can get an artichoke. You can get, you can buy their, all their hats and gear. It's a big deal. It's it's always their anniversary month, and it's a lot of fun. So, um, At the November, shade? $6? Uh, no, rock, rock and fish. Rock and fish. Rock and fish. Oh right. Rock and fish. Okay. Rock and fish in downtown Beach. Navy wow. grogs. It is a very special drink. Anybody who even okay. slightly likes rum should uh go down and have one. They are quite delicious. And one is plenty, yeah. let's just put it that way. <laughs> um <laughs> anyway, so yeah, hello November. We're here. There's always tons of things happening. Uh, we have a few uh, really kind of cool ribbon cuttings coming up. Next week on November 6th, we're doing kind of a joint ribbon cutting with Beach City's optometry, Dr. Robert Stahl, who also owns his building. You know, we talk about rents and landlords and tenants a lot. Well, Dr. Stahl has owned his building on Highland for years and years and years. And about a couple of years ago, the Ellie Kings came to me and said, hey, we want to paint a mural on the side of a building, kind of a, you know, like a Go Kings, uh, rah-rah for the Kings type of mural in Manhattan Beach. What do you suggest, Kelly? And this was literally almost two years ago, about a little over a year and a half ago. And I'm like, hmm, well, there's certain rules, there's certain things you can and can't do, city ordinances. I said, but I know a Kings fan who owns his building, and it's right on Highland, uh, right in the path of all the traffic, you know, to and from like the South Bay, Hermosa Beach, which of course a lot of LA Kings players and families live in Manhattan Beach, Hermosa, and Redondo. So I go, this building would be perfect. And so we yeah. talked with the doctor, and um, finally, uh, after a lot of you know getting through the process, um, they painted. <laughs> they didn't just paint a mural; they painted the whole building. I was like, holy cow! The whole building is a king's mural. And so next week on the sixth um, at four p.m., the public is welcome. We're going to do a big um, kind of you know. It, 
unveiling. You can already drive by and see it, but we're going to do a big ribbon cut for that. The Kings are going to be there. Daryl Evans, who we had on the show a couple months ago, he's right. going to be there. Right. Uh, Bailey and the Ice Crew will be present, and we're going to have a little fun and celebrate um, Beach City's Optometry, who uh, became a member. They were a member years ago, like decade ago, and then they've rejoined. Uh, the Kings, of course, are a member, and we're going to celebrate the kind of the art and and all of them. That's a big. Um, Ribbon cutting next no, uh, November 6th, 4 p.m. Uh, what else? There's okay. something else happening that I have not talked about yet because we were so consumed with Best of Manhattan for so long and all the different elements of that. But we're already on to our next event, and uh, the Chamber is hosting the uh, third annual Women's Mastermind. And this is coming yes. up uh, on November 13th. We're holding it at the Neptunian Women's Club, very appropriate. And, uh, mm-hmm. of course, tickets are on sale on our website uh, or uh, Eventbrite. And it's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on November 13th at the Neptunian Women's Club. And it's uh, the theme this year is balance, the whole woman. And this is an event, you know, created by women for women. And uh, it's really about how to balance your life. Most all of us, you know, are either uh, working moms or working female professionals. And, you know, how do you balance uh, the life between being a working mom or a working CEO and everything else you have to do? It's going to be a really Mm. cool event. The keynote speaker this year I'm super excited about is a local Manhattan Beach uh, resident, uh, Sandy Abrams. She's um, an entrepreneur. She's a wellness consultant. She's a published author a couple times over. She's been a correspondent multiple times for multiple different TV shows, like um, E.T., Entertainment Tonight, and and so forth. She's a lovely person. She's a big yogi, and uh, her latest book is called Breathe, and it's all about, you know, learning how to get in touch with your body, but breathing and, and how breath can kind of get you through, you know, almost any element or el- any element of the day. So she's our keynote. She's gonna she's gonna kick us off and get us all balanced. And then we have uh, Tamla Lewis, who is uh, the senior director with Dignity Health Sports Park. We have uh, these are our yeah. panelists. Sabrina Hartsong, um, who's kind of an intuitive <laughs> therapy, uh, emotional healing expert. Lauren Nakano from Beach City's Health District. And then Chef Amber Cottle, who is the founder and CEO of the Source Cafe. So um, those are our panelists and our keynote speaker. And then, of course, we have facilitators that work with each table. And it's kind of a working it's a 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. It's a working seminar. Uh, you work through lunch, and you walk out of there refreshed and with a little bit of a mini game plan on how to keep your life, you know, on track and balance. And it's all it's all women. Mm-hmm. It's you know major girl power. And there's also going to be a holiday shopping boutique earlier in the morning when the doors open at 9 a.m. Then again, as the day ends from 2 to 3 p.m., we have some cool local vendors um, that are going to be doing holiday, you know, offering holiday shopping uh, gifts and what have you. So um, tickets are on sale on our website, on Eventbrite, and it's going to be really an extraordinary day, um, and we encourage, you know, women to take that four hours um, out of their day and come attend. It's a lot of fun. It sells out every year, so get those tickets. Okay. Um, All right. Yeah. There you go. And uh, speaking of powerhouse women – our guest Speaking today. of power, 
house <laughs> women. Mm-hmm. I I I just was joking before the show how I uh, in preparing for the show I had visions of you know uh, Wall Street and and uh, you know uh, the classic. Uh, sort of uh, takeover, hostile takeover of a company and things like that because uh, Lily is, uh, uh, has, has done something that, that most business people dream about, that is joining a successful operation and then rising to the top of the ranks, and, uh, which she has done. So um, are we ready to welcome our guests? I am ready. I, I got to get my Jackie voice on, as Jackie says, the opera voice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Jackie, I'm thinking of you. Um, and by the way, before <laughs> I even start with her bio, Lily is one of the nicest people on the planet, and she is anything but hostile or hostile takeover material. She <laughs> is uh, one beautiful, smart, uh, intelligent, lovely person right. who has been a major part of the chamber. So uh, without further ado, let me introduce Lily yep. Schwarzstrom to the world here. Um, all right, Lily, prior to acquiring Pixelfish in 2012, her experience in production included working with HBO, CAA, and NBC before transitioning to DirecTV Original Entertainment. At DirecTV, Lily's achievements included securing a slate of programs from Channel 101, including both reality and scripted programming. She was able to build on this knowledge while working at Pixelfish, where she was able to gain valuable insight into advertising, UGC, we've got to talk about that later, and the yes. evolving yes. future of entertainment and marketing. As part of the executive team, she was the primary liaison with its largest partners, producing commercials and marketing content for both television and Internet platforms. She acquired Pixelfish in 2012. Lily graduated summa cum laude from the University of Washington, go Huskies, where she obtained her degree in communications and liberal studies with a minor in political science. In her free time, I, I don't know how she has any free time doing all that, but in her free time, you will most likely find Lily volunteering at a nonprofit organization like the Boys and Girls Club or advocating for business. She also enjoys traveling and values the time she is able to spend with her family and friends. Uh, personally, she also enjoys uh, coffee very much. So uh, you can find co- you know, Lily hanging out at the local coffee houses down here in Manhattan Beach, too. But Lily is on mm-hmm. the chamber board of directors. She's a past president. She has filled in many times in some of the management gaps that we've had over the last four years. And, dun to dun, she was awarded Chamber Member of the Year at the Best of Manhattan Awards a few weeks ago. So, without further ado, mm-hmm. Lily Schwartzstrom, we welcome you to the, sh- to the show. Thank you. Gosh, that sounded really impressive the way you did it, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I had I'm exhausted voice. just listening to my bio. I'm like, oh gosh, go back to bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Thank you uh, for having me. It's thank you for joining us today, Lily. Um, uh, very impressive bio, but I have to tell you that I, I'm just so, I I, I've done video production in the past, uh, limited, amateur video production in the past and I am so impressed with uh what I see that that you produce uh you know the, the your sizzle reel which I I want to talk about in detail because 
it's fun to talk about the elements of of production uh the you know the the uh, general public scarcely understands the amount of work that goes into movies and television uh until that that now all movies pretty much show that one screen at the end you know 15,000 people participated in the production of this movie which mm-hmm. is you know amazing and you and you and you think well they have a director they have a few actors no there's an army behind the the camera Absolutely. an army so Absolutely. uh lily talk a, a little bit about uh the transition first you joined pixelfish and then you 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 made it in your own image and you took it over and everyone reports to you as president and CEO. Tell us about that transition. <laughs> um, well, at the time, uh, the CEO and the CFO of Pixelfish were kind of looking at going in a different direction with the company. So there was an opportunity for me to um, acquire a portion of the business uh, that focused on the larger commercials and entertainment side. So uh, mm-hmm. they were asking, they took me to dinner, asked me to become a, a CEO of the company, and I told them I wanted to acquire part of the company. So I ended up um, yeah. having opportunity to acquire it and, and took it over. It was not a hostile takeover at all, um, fortunately, because uh, whenever you go through something like that, you really need to have the support of the team. Um but it was, you know, it was an opportunity that presented itself, and I had the support at the time to, to do it. And I was encouraged by a friend of mine at the time to, to do it. And he came along as an investor, and um, very fortunate um, to have done it at the time. And now, you know, how many years later, we're, we're still going, and we have a lot of the original team members with us. And I was just really glad that we were able to keep it going. So it's been a, it's been a journey, and one I've enjoyed. There, there, there. You know, video is powerful. Video obviously is making, uh, you know, the the worlds of, uh, you know, social media, uh, whether it's uh, uh, Facebook or Instagram or or uh, you know, the many others, uh, powerful avenues for advertising. But television. Uh, is still king uh movies obviously so how do you how do you explain to your clients that this medium these other mediums like Instagram and Facebook are different and require different skills and different approaches how do you how do you go through that conversation well Fortunately, uh, we do broadcast spots and we do internet advertising. So for us, it really depends on the client and what's going to work best for them. Um, when it comes to yeah. social media content or things that are going to be displayed on the internet, it's not all, it's not so much about the format as it is about duration. So for us, it's mm-hmm. capturing the attention of someone in the first 15 seconds. We ran a partnership. Mm-hmm. We have a partnership with Google. We ran tests over the past two years on YouTube because obviously Google owns YouTube, and they won't you know, want to see what is really um, generating results for clients on YouTube for in-stream ads. In-stream ads are those short, you know, 15-second ads, 20-second ads that play before any content you actually want to see on on YouTube. Um, And obviously Mm -hmm. you have the option to skip through after the first five seconds. So 
we were running tests on what in those first five seconds is capturing people's attention. So to answer your question, Joe, when we're talking to clients, it's really about what it is that we can do in the first few seconds that we have because unfortunately for our industry, um, people's attention span is going down and down. I mean, three years ago, it was mm-hmm. the first 10 seconds. Now we're down to the first three. Um, so getting people's attention within the first three seconds is really what it's about. And it's communicating that to a client. So if we have a client that's mm-hmm. a financial institution like Bank of Hawaii, we need to we need to really engage that within the first three seconds, which can be challenging. So um, the content um, is obviously a little bit different and obviously how we're capturing the attention of the audience is different. I I was thinking, okay, it's video, so we really can't show any examples. Of course, Lily, you're beautiful on radio. And oh. Kelly, your hair Thank is you so amazing. <laughs> you you are. And Kelly, your hair is amazing. Even though it's radio, it's it's amazing. And of course, I'm very slim and tall. <laughs> but I do have two examples that I want to play, uh, Lily, because, you know, it isn't just the video. It's also the audio, and the uh, the audio of these two pieces is really amazing. One is the sizzle reel, which, listening to it, I just started tapping my foot, and I was thinking, wow, this is amazing. I, I need to play it for people so that they have something to to look for. They can look on our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the South Bay show, and they can see your sizzle reel. Um, may I play that? Of course. I love it. I love it. not only the visual, but the music. So without further ado, um, do, do we just call it the sizzle reel or do we have a different name for it? Kelly, do you have a name for this as real? Um, no, it's, it's, it's just Manhattan. a sizzle reel for me. <laughs> right. is this, oh, is, no, no, I have. No, this I is have the pixel too, fish one. This, this is the pixel fish one first, and oh, then I also it's have a, the best this is of the our highlight reel. Yes, here we go. The pixel fish sizzle reel.
I I did I just defy anyone not to, you know, tap their feet during that and just be <laughs> excited. And it's not obviously just the music when you when you're watching the video, the images are amazing and of course feature Manhattan Beach. Lily, that was wonderful. Oh, thank you. It's funny when you're playing it um, obviously, people can't see the visual, and I'm like playing each scene in my right. head. I'm like, oh, we should have cut there. We should have cut there. Oh, we need to do that. <laughs> and, I'm so critical. And, and my next question would be I knew you were going to have that experience because that's the, the life of someone who creates media that you saw things, you, you, you thought things, oh, I wish we hadn't done that. I wish we had done this. <laughs> And oh, I remember that was that was that was that was a terrible shoot, and oh, that person was horrible, or whatever. During that time, the the experience of creating media is so rich. Um, can you can you just give so, give us some sense of what that took? Those two minutes and eleven seconds. How how many days? How many weeks did that take? Well, the highlight reel that you just played um, is actually content that we've produced for clients throughout the years. So we took things from, you know, one from Shoe Dazzle all the way over, um, um, you know, Really Foods. So we just, we took all the commercials that we've produced throughout the years and we cut it together to be that highlight reel. And in so doing, it's just a matter of kind of finding what, what fits the best into kind of the messaging we want to bring across and to show what it is that we're capable of. So it's going through all the content, reviewing the content, kind of having an idea what would hit the beats of the music we wanted. Um, but I would yeah. say that probably took us about two weeks um, to really go through all the content that we wanted to show and to put it together in that way. So a lot of review, um, quite a few people involved with that one. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, I would say it took probably two weeks for us to put that together. Two weeks. And that's the thing yeah. is you, you come up with a concept and you do an outline of kind of what you want and then you go through, um, in this instant, kind of the content you already have created and you cut it together. It, it's also post-production. It's a matter of putting it to a timeline, making sure the music matches the beats. Um, and then it's, you know, having to render it and download it and everything else, or excuse me, upload it. So there's a lot of steps. Um, in the process that people don't always understand and, and what goes into that process. But a lot of it's in, right. you know, just a matter of getting the files out um, is quite a bit of work. So mm-hmm. so now, of course, uh, Pixelfish uh, was involved in the production of the I'm, – I'm start, Kelly, I'm starting it to call it the bomb, B-O-M, <laughs> Best of Manhattan. It's the bomb. We are because the bomb. Yes. We, hey, we before, are. We are. Joe, before you do yeah. that, do you want to take a station break? Because 831. You, you're an excellent co-host. <laughs> I know. You're I amazing. Said, you trained me well. on it. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the South Bay Show. We come to you twice a week, every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. on Thursdays. We're covering the best of the South Bay, uh, South Bay Spotlight. We try to spotlight a great um, artist or business or, uh, you know, cultural event 
or uh, government uh, actions in the South Bay, and we do that every Thursday morning. And then, of course, on Fridays at 8 a.m., it's uh, the best of Manhattan every week, once a week. Uh, uh, proudly, we are sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber uh, to bring you uh, something that's going on in Manhattan Beach, primarily um, something uh, with the chamber and uh, chamber members, but it could be anything that happens in Manhattan Beach. Of course, we've covered uh, lots of sporting events and, and, and the, uh, the, uh, the amazing uh, uh, Stanley Cup brought to L.A. became a South Bay event uh, when the Kings won because uh, they were in the South Bay, and there, there was a, an amazing series of <laughs> shows during that time. But please join us every week. Share this hyperlocal South Bay podcast with your friends and your neighbors. You can share it with them anywhere in the world. Just send them an, e- an email. And uh, tonight, today, we're talking about video production and uh, all kinds of uh, things, media, with uh, Pixelfish. And, I, Kelly, you know, I, I, when I saw this, uh, this Best of Manhattan highlight reel, I thought of something that I had done previously, which I had called Forever Memoirs, because it really is the kind of thing where uh, you you get a sense of these people and their love for Manhattan, and when, you know, in the future, long in the future, you know, decades from now, when people are, are gone, you, you think, oh, this is going to be preserved forever. So, um, it's wonderful. Um, so this was Pixelfish and Walkthrough Productions. Lily, can you take me through uh, what this highlight reel took to produce? Of course. So um, Kelly actually came to us and said that, you know, she thought it would be a great idea to have kind of a highlight reel of Manhattan Beach. And so we were happy to um, donate that to the Chamber for the Best of Manhattan event. Um, we teamed up yeah. with Walkthrough Productions, which uh, deals with real estate, um, so any type of realtors, things like that, that want to use uh, video um, content, they're a great resource. And so yeah. we went ahead and scheduled uh, various interviews with people throughout the South Bay, um, fortunately, uh, people that we work with quite a bit, so they were great sports about it. Um, and then, you know, we did a three-day production, and quite a bit of pre-production went into it. And then went ahead and moved into post, and I took some liberties um, in in editing. Um, I don't edit myself. I have the editors do it, but let me tell you, I was looking over their shoulders when I'm like, you have to cut that person. You have to cut them there, and you have to make sure they say this and that. So it kind of became <laughs> a passion project for me, um, pri- primarily because these are you know friends that we're dealing with, and showing their personalities yeah. can always be fun. So uh, it can, it can. I need to jump in. Yes. Okay, she makes it sound yes. so simple and so easy. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh! And and she does because that's what Pixelfish, you know, is capable of. But it was so yeah. funny because I'm like, I I want yeah I, I want this video that's going to leave everybody speechless and you know everybody's going to be laughing and but speechless and that warm and fuzzy and they looked at me like uh huh. <laughs> and I'm like, can't you just do that? Like, yeah, so, so from the customer side, let's just say, you know, even um, I w- we have no idea, 
you know, how much it takes and how they need, they're going to translate in my head what I have that I kind of want, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Lily and her team and Brenna were amazing, Brenna of Walkthrough Productions, uh, were amazing in bringing uh, the idea to life and, and then some. But there was times, you know, in the very beginning, I forget, Lily. I, I, did we say we're gonna? This was gonna be like thirty seconds or a minute at first, and then it ended up being oh, yeah. Several, yeah. yeah, thirty yeah. thirty second video. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, mm, I don't know if you know everybody can just speak for a second. That's not gonna really translate. Uh, this is what I'm thinking. And at times they would look at me like I had you know five eyeballs and horns coming out of my head because you know <laughs> translating what's in your head and that what you want and getting it, you know, to the finished product yeah. is, it's a crazy yeah. process. And, you know, they took us through each step and we had to, you know, insert comments into different, you know, online documents and, and the whole production process, which was kind of like, you know, a whole, doing a whole new exercise, literally at a gym for us, you know, we're like, wait a minute, what? We have to do this. We have to think and, you know, and, but that's what they do. And so they kind of knew what we wanted, Lily know what she wanted because she's obviously been at the chamber for so long. And there were times when I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know that, you know, we're seeing, you know, the same vision here. I mean, we all want the same end product, but getting there. And I, I never had a doubt that we would have a great product, but it, I, I, I'm sure you know, we made them nuts along the, along the way with what, can't you just do that? You know, because uh, it's like wave your magic wand, just tap it like the fairy godmother, right? You know, so um, mm-hmm. the process for us, for uh, Carolina, um, who's our director of communications here in the office, um, for Carolina and I, and, you know, was fun and, and a really good exercise, also insight into what it takes on the production end, Lily's end, to make this all happen. And, um, I, you know, we, we kind of, we started to with a list of, okay, who, who, who do we want in this? Who do we want interviewed? Who, um, and we really carefully thought through different parts of the city. We, we wanted representation from the North end, from downtown, from, um, Sepulveda. We wanted representation from restaurant, from retail, from, you know, kind of, we, we, we really tried to do, uh, the scope of representation in Manhattan beach. And I, I don't remember exactly, but I think we started out with Lily. Um, was it like okay, let's interview like um, eight people or something? And when we all sat down, we we had a list that that was had actually been kind of called down, and there was like twenty eight people on it. We're like, okay, how are we going to do this? Joe, Joe, there was thirty people on the list. Yes. and I'm like looking at her. I'm like, I, I, I see your vision. Okay, it's this yeah. can't happen. Yeah. The best was you know the day before the shoot getting was it the day or two days before you know we have everything scheduled and ready to go and getting an email of hey can can you shoot this person on friday i'm like no the crew can't just pick up and move across town and shoot someone else so it was it was a fun adventure kelly <laughs> but it worked no, well, out really well, it, well and it was and we you know we really joe we, we invited different people not everybody could actually was available in i think it started out with a two-day production lily and then it went 
to three, right? We went to or, three, correct. Yeah. yeah. And so um, not everybody was available, Joe, on the two days that Lily had her production crew, because this is not just a little cell phone video, you know. And that's why I think people right. on the other end are just thinking, oh, it's just a little video the chamber's doing, you know. And this was, you know, really well thought out, and Lily had all of her production crew doing this with their, you know, high-end, you know, equipment. And, yes, it was one of the emails even came through that morning. Oh, I'm available after all. Can you squeeze this in? And we're like, no, because this is a well-oiled machine, and there's a whole structure, you know. But um, the, 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 the outtakes and the footage were fantastic, and Lily and her team really went through and edited. And I think the first version that I saw was, you know, almost – Spot on. I mean, there was just there was a few yeah. There's just little technical little edits here and there, um, but then when we mm-hmm. got to the the music phase, um, I remember you know Lily sent me um, a bunch of you know music files to listen to, and and another person too, and uh, we we all kind of chimed in and. You know, it's so. She sent me the file. She didn't send it with the video. So I'm listening to music, having seen kind of a, a, a you know for version one or two of of the sizzle reel, and I'm trying to piece them together in my head. <laughs> and then I went through the like the service with all the song choices. And I, of course, I like you know went wild and pulled out a few like eight more songs and said, well, how about these? And I'm sure their eyes rolled back in their head again, <laughs> like, oh my god, here comes Kelly again with more, you know. Um, but when it was all said and done, and then how they edit the sound, you know, to the video, uh, I love it. And I have to say that when we played it the night of Best of Manhattan. There was, you know, everybody was tuned in for the entire length of the video. There was giggles, there was laughs, there was awes, you know, and um, it's uh, it's really really fun. They did an outstanding job, and um, you know, it's it, the the process. And on a tight timeline, by the way, very tight right, timeline. Right. So, yeah. Right. Super. Fun. I I had a vision of. <clears throat> productions like this for families basically creating uh you know that there's a, a a channel called biography which focuses on you know uh sort of celebrities and biographies of celebrities and and bios and and i i, I had a vision of of doing that for families as a business and doing that uh you know production kind of production and this one the quality is so wonderful. Uh, it just it's just uh, fantastic. I'd love to play it. Uh Lily, thank you. Here we go. We're going to play the best or of Manhattan, but I call it The Bomb 2019 <laughs> Sizzle okay. Reel. There you go. The Bomb Sizzle Reel. Here we go. I love most about Man Beach. I just love the community. I love the atmosphere. I love the people. And I love its history. I love the, the roundhouse, the pier. The great walking path and jogging path that goes through the middle of Manhattan Beach from one end into the other. I love the restaurants. 
What I like best about Manhattan Beach is the beach. The beach. Gotta love the beach here in Manhattan Beach. In the 28 and a half years that I've been here, there's not a day that goes by that I don't take a look out of the window in the morning to see the wonderful beach, the sun, sand, and sea that comes with it, and I'm very proud of that. I love that it's always a beach day, it's always warm. It's like being on vacation, but all year long. I like that one. I love the people. The people that live here are phenomenal. I love the people that live here. I love everybody giving back to the community. I love the community of Manhattan Beach because everyone here is so friendly and supportive of everyone. There's nothing really that I don't love about Manhattan Beach. Three words that describe Manhattan Beach, I would say beautiful, friendly, and unique. Family, friends, and fun. Safe, progressive, and last but not least, I would say health conscious. Sand, sea, beach. Pride, uh, history. Cozy, quiet, and beachy. Always perfect weather. Friendly, welcoming, and happy. Uh, laid back, welcoming, and beautiful. I like yours. I can tell you that the people in this community have welcomed me, have invited me, and just truly made me feel as though I've been here 28 and a half years. It's the only place you can go around in flip-flops uh, and wear a blazer and get away with it. Tuxedo t-shirts. That's, I think, three words. It might be two. It's classy and casual at the same time. If Manhattan Beach had a theme song, it has to be uh, something from uh, the Beach Boys. I would say California Girls. <laughs> oh, come on. Now you got to be kidding. That's an easy one. The Beach Boys. That's where the Wilson brothers grew up. Help me out, Brad. Surfing USA. I'll take good vibrations. Wow, we got a theme going here. DJ Jazzy Jeff, Fresh Prince, Summertime. You know, summer, summertime. The theme song from Cheers, where mm, everybody knows your name. Walking on Sunshine. California Dreaming. It's by the Mamas and Papas. What's the one by, uh, what's the rap, what's the one I like, uh, by Tupac? California, California Love. If I could go over to a movie, The Wizard of Oz, there's no place like home, there's no place like home, there's no place like home. If you died and went to heaven, it wouldn't be as nice as Manhattan Beach. <laughs>
marketing and things like that. So we're definitely going to be seeing a turn, I think, with commercials and with online um, video content with that. So we'll be definitely examining mm-hmm. that. We're going to a few conferences at Google coming up here to better understand what um, the engagement level is and, and where that is. So it's always you know looking at what's changing with the, with the market, what's changing with our audiences, what's changing with our demographics. Um, and believe it or not, it's it's also geographical, and and the different areas are affected different ways. So, constantly researching that, going to seminars, and, and making sure that whatever our target client um, audiences, that we're making sure that that we're targeting that. But I think that's going a lot more toward entertainment. So we'll be looking more at scripted content and things like that in the next year or so, mm-hmm. and going mm-hmm. in that direction. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. And, well, um, does that, uh, Kelly, you know, we love audio. Audio works. It's easy to get people on the show. We just call them a good, solid phone number where um, it it, it sounds decent. But video is so much more labor-intensive. Now, there was talk at one point, Kelly, about establishing an area of the chamber offices as a video studio for the production of video on a regular basis by members or just by the chamber. Um, Has there been any more thought about that, Kelly? Uh, Not that I'm aware of. I think that was um, prior to me. And although it sounds like a great idea, it sounds like maybe the – I don't. I wasn't a part of that conversation, but it sounds like maybe the intent was like a little recording booth. Is that what you're thinking of? Kind of a soundproof where well, people could kind of come in and make, um, you know, quality videos. Um, well, it, yeah, in the chamber office, there's that beautiful backdrop, Manhattan Beach Chamber. If there were a camera over the door, then you could have little, you know, coffee clutches. Is one of the, <laughs> Jackie's favorite phrases. Coffee clutch. Uh, you could have a coffee clash and discuss, you know, a member's business and so forth, but on video so that they could, uh, it with some minimal editing, get more content out. Because uh, I ask you, Lily, are you familiar with the name Gary Vaynerchuk? No, I'm not. No. He's a, he's a, 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 a marketer and uh, he, he has a, a, a theme. He says, you know, uh, uh, documentation over uh, production. Basically, if you're a small business and you want to engage customers and, and you want to engage them where they live, you need to create lots of video content. And, and, and instead of scripting that, he says document. Just document what you're doing and the challenges you're going through to solve problems for clients. They will see how you challenge yourself and your clients to produce better work and they'll they'll understand what you do and therefore they'll give you a call and they'll give you money and you know that kind of stuff but um yeah. well be it you you know UGC can and that's user generated content anything from video to blogging to vlogging and I think right now the chamber is really focused on making sure um, businesses are represented, you know, through social media and things like that. After this experience with, you know, what really goes into to quality video um, content, I, yes. I don't know if the chamber has the bandwidth right now to be <laughs> producing this internally. Um, 
it's, right. but um, right. definitely are promoting on, you know, blogging, the newsletters, things like that. Anything that's UGC that you can get in front of your clients, Joe, I absolutely agree that um, as long as it's documented and, and you have a, a plan in place in order to engage that, then there's so many venues that you can take advantage of. Well, I think what's important, uh, Kelly, too, we, is, is quality. I was quality. just going to say, I, Kelly, we have our answer. User-generated <laughs> content. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> I learned something new. Go on, Kelly. Go I'm on. Gonna, go on. I, I, we just took a year off my life. I learned something new. So, or, or actually, added a year to my life. Excuse me. Uh, they say well, every time you learn something, you, yeah, you, you live longer, right? Uh, so thank you, Lily. I just learned something new. Uh, I'm feeling useful at the moment. Um, I think – you know, what's interesting is, yes, content is king, you know, uh, photos were king, whatever, five, year, five, ten years ago. Now it's video, and it's so important. But I think also quality is so important because, and, and you know, not every video has to be a full production like this. I mean, this, this sizzle reel is beautiful, and it took, um, you haven't asked Lily how long this whole entire process took. You asked her how long her sizzle reel took uh, for Pixelfish, yeah. but you know it takes a long it takes a lot and a lot of resources and and thought to produce something like that now if somebody's taking a video on their cell phone or to your idea if we were going to do a little you know coffee chat in the chamber office and set up a camera i mean really mm-hmm. you know that type of thing also requires the right lighting uh microphones you know that joe like if you don't have the right amplification oh. you don't pick it up right. so what's interesting these days too is everybody thinks they're a professional photographer right so they post they post pictures and some pictures are fantastic and there's wonderful you know there's wonderful editing apps that you can do, you know, you can utilize too. But I also think it's important for people from a business standpoint, at least, to think about quality. And not everything has to be of this level of a, you know, two to three week production. I, I, if people have the resources, they should absolutely do a sizzle reel for their business. Um, because I think a professional one done with all the expertise is 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 there's nothing compares to it but individual right. videos for Instagram or you know quick posting I still think right. the quality is important because sometimes you look up at people post and you're like oh that that could be better or the sound doesn't translate or the lighting mm-hmm. you know and uh, if people sometimes just give a little more thought into it I think it would actually you know propel them a little bit further too with the message they're trying uh, trying to um you know, sent to their followers or their customers or, or whatever. So I, I do think mm-hmm. it's important from a business standpoint that people consider, you know, their photography and their video and what they're posting maybe just on a daily basis and making sure they're putting their best foot forward with that. I think a few extra minutes of thought or um, editing with some of just the, you know, sell the apps on our phones uh, could really help people too. Mhm. So that's that's one thing I would I would I would be looking for Lily at any uh, meetings with Google. User generated content. Is it is it is it driving traffic? Is it is it uh, is that something that they're they're looking at? Yeah, the number one thing Google's looking at right now is is their investment with YouTube and buying that cha- uh, buying that business. Um, and the thing that they show more than anything is video. Um, video is the number one thing to represent a brand. If you think about it, it's 
it's visual, it's audio, it's everything. Um, it's surpassing any type of black and white um, in the sense of text and things like that. So the concentration, mm-hmm. and, and especially for Facebook as well, and for Amazon, we're seeing Amazon is the third uh, leader in video advertising, believe it or not. Um, so it's, you know, we're looking at, it's a $380 billion industry in 2020. Um, and uh, uh, two thirds of that content is being generated on our mobile devices. So if you think about how you're engaging content, think about your potential consumers, your your audience, uh, as we we put it, that's engaging content and how they're doing it. And you mm-hmm. know, Google, Facebook, um, and Amazon are are leading the pack, and that they they're pushing toward video. So they're offering a lot of mm-hmm. packages right now for even small businesses so that they can advertise online, but. You know, you have to have quality content. You can't be putting, you know, videos on your iPhone out there to represent a law firm or represent a car dealership or things mm. like that. And a lot of people mm. are doing that. Mm. It's actually hurting their brand, their findings. So it's really um, quality content that's that's not only showing your brand but demonstrating um, your product and giving an invitation into your business. Um, it's a first mm-hmm. touch, so it's important. Lily, did you say $380 mm-hmm. billion? Dollars in like is the forecast for media content in 2020? In digital content, yes. Wow, that's, uh-huh. that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, and you think about right. how many people are sitting at their computers looking at it. That's only one third. Two thirds of it is generated by people that are sitting in a doctor's office looking at Facebook, the ads that are popping up, um, YouTube. I know I keep going back to it, but it's it's number one. Um, and even when you're shopping on Amazon, you have the ads now, the video ads. That's it's pretty new for Amazon, um, playing on the left hand or the right hand side um, of the screen. So it, it's really it's it's a huge industry, um, and people don't always recognize how much they're being targeted with video advertising. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. This has been an amazing uh, time with you, Lily. I hope we can uh, have you come back when there's some, uh, some uh, news or uh, some, some uh, more uh, local production we can talk about because very impressive work. Great. Pixel Fish, ladies and gentlemen, if you need uh, Thank you, video production or branding, <laughs> what a great uh, <laughs> job you guys have done and, and did. And walk through their their drone expertise is off the charts. Oh, it's so great. They do wow. fantastic. Honestly, like if you, I mean, if there's any real estate agents, things like that that are listening, they do fantastic right. work for demonstrating properties and right. things like that. So definitely love our right. partnership with them as well. We had, we had, um, right. Lily, um, you, you might not know, we had Brenna uh, on the, on the show about uh, three or four weeks ago is before Best of Manhattan. And uh, yeah. she provided a lot of insight into, you know, touched on the video, which hadn't been, obviously shown yet, um, but um, gave us really inter- interesting information about what her um, company is doing, and it, it was a, lot, a really fun conversation, too. But, yeah, I know Brenna was instrumental okay. in providing a lot of that footage for that sizzle reel, too, for us, for the bomb. <laughs> for the bomb, 2019. These ladies are the bomb, Lily and Brenna. Uh, 
<laughs> and just real quickly, we got to acknowledge Lily was Chamber Member of the Year, voted by her peers um, as Chamber Member of the Year because she has done so much for the Chamber for so many years. And um, I think yeah, the video just you know tops it all off. But uh, Lily is an extraordinary partner with the Chamber, and so that was, that was a new award for us this year. And Lily Schwarzstrom was. Um, voted by her peers for, for Chamber Member of the Year. Important to recognize, Joe. Love it. Love it. Love it. Pixelfish. Pixelfish.com. You can't miss it. Thanks, Lily, for joining us today. Thank you. Appreciate it. And, of course, thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Joe. We it's miss you, Jackie. <laughs> yes. We miss you, Jackie. We'll see you soon. All right. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.